Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and shortly we'll be bringing you build-up and reaction to FC United's league fixture at Matlock Town from Saturday. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start the news this week in winning ways as FC United have progressed through to the quarter-finals at the National League Alliance Under-19 Cup last week, following an excellent 2-0 win against Buxton. And we'll have news on the quarter-final draw in the coming weeks. Elsewhere at the club and FC United have announced the signing of Pacey winger Lewis Gilboy from Bury. And at training on Thursday, Tim caught up with Lewis to hear how he was settling in. Hi Lewis, and welcome to FC. You joined us from Berry where you spent three seasons and before that you were at Accrington Stanley. And can you tell us a bit more about your playing career so far? So yeah, when I've been at Accrington since I was about twelve till just you know, got through the scholarship and then received the pro contract and then seeing Berry come back um and then and starts to enjoy me footy again and then been there for the last three years. Been a roller coaster, you know, with it, everything with the fans, like I've I've loved the club being there and made a lot of memories since I've been playing there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've made over 100 appearances for you, Barry, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. I think it was about 135 or 136, something like that, yeah. Okay, quite a few goals in there as well. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. I think it was about 37, 38, something like that, yeah, and a lot of assists. My main I mean, thing is excitement. I excite fans, I excite, like, the players don't know what I'm going to do next, and that's the main part of my, how I play. I mean, we saw, obviously, when you left, you sort of, like, did a farewell message to Barry fans. A lot of like nice tributes coming from the fans, which is always a good sign. Yeah, you know, I, I did expect, you know, with everything that we've done, I expected it, but there's well more than what I thought. You know, the love that I've got from the fans, from the staff, from the players, you know, it's, it, it, it did mean a lot to me and it still does mean a lot to me. Even receiving text today, messages, even the messages from the, F, the FC United fans, like, all welcoming me in already and wishing me the best. Okay, fantastic. And obviously, um, you know, being a winger, uh, speed. We were talking before you said you've been working out in the gym a bit. No, I actually go up the leagues, as, as, as you know. It's more athletic, it's more physical. So I'm just been trying to prepare myself for this sort of move so I can take the chance when I get it. Um, what do you know about the club? So as a club, you know, I've known a few lads who are well-known at this club, you know, like Tom Greaves, Sam Ashton, <laughs> etc. And I know how much this club means to fans coming from Betty and what's happened to them and rising back up. I can see how it's a fan-owned club and how much it means and playing here myself in pre-season once or twice I, I could feel how much it meant to them so see welcome to FC New winger Lewis Gilboy speaking to Tim In other news and on Sunday the women's team made the trip up to the northeast to take on Chesterwell Street Town in a crucial fixture in the league Here's Ben with all the action So corner FC and it's going to be Walton to take this from FC United's right-hand side this time. In it comes. It's a good ball in. Jean's under it. It's headed clear. But there's Rees following up. Cleared off the line. There's Jean on the rebound. Yards from goal. Puts the ball over the goal. But a good opportunity there from FC United. Well defended just about by Chester Street. A good ball in there from Walton. But the score remains nil-nil. Eight minutes played. But that's the first clear opportunity there for either side. And it went the way of FC United who were unlucky. Not to put the ball over the line. Well defended by the home side. Here's Richie now back on the ball for FC. Plays a nice pass there for O'Carroll. O'Carroll moves in field but uh, heads into trouble. And now Chester Street bring the ball out. And Chester Street looking to counter. Where a through ball attempted. Carrington gets a foot on it. But Chester Street still on the advance here. Right hand side of the penalty. Goes for a goal over the goalkeeper's head. And into the net to Chester Street. Take the lead there, eight minutes played from one end to the other. Chesler Street, fortunate not to go a goal down. Instead, 
they go down the other end and take the lead here at Moor Park. And I think it's Hockaday who scored. Corner ball, right on half time. Can FC United get an equaliser? Walton to take this from the right hand side for FC United. Walton crosses the ball in towards the near post. Goalkeeper doesn't get to it. It's cleared off the line once again. Second ball with Reeves who wins it back. Reeves now goes for goal. That's charged down. Walton's going to get to it though. Walton on a left foot goes for goal into the arms of the goalkeeper. Well, FC United had a chance cleared off the line and right on half time, FC's had another chance cleared off the line. Score remains 1-0. Well, you do feel if Chester Street can get a goal or make one of these corners count because they have caused problems when FC United have had to defend these corners. And FC United can't concede now, I wouldn't have thought. With 14 minutes left, trailing by one goal to nil, it's a corner from Chester Street's right-hand side, the number eight to take this. It's an outswinger, in it comes. Headed clear there by Gene. Follow-ons there. Great save by Donald, but it's in off the post. And FC United go 2-0 down. And uh, Chesterfield Street have had the moments to score the second goal, but haven't taken them until now. And 32 minutes into the second half, FC United now trail by two goals to nil. And that might be a pivotal moment in the season. Full-time here at Moor Park. And that is a vital three points for the home side, Chester Street winning this game by two goals to nil. FC United with some good chances, firstly in the opening seven minutes or so, having an opportunity which was cleared off the line and then moments later, Chester Street go down the other end with their first clear shot on goal and in it goes over the goalkeeper's head. Then for much of the first half, Chester Street were on top, if the truth be known, FC United uh, struggled a bit to get out the half. That said, they did have another opportunity right on half time, also cleared off the line. Into the second half, Chester Street have pressed FC United, doubling their lead. FC United have had a couple of opportunities at this end that I'm commentating from, but not really enough to trouble the Chester Street goalkeeper. And this is a vital three points for the home side who now go off the bottom of the table. Uh, we're waiting to see uh, the York score because if York win today, then uh, FC United are in real trouble down the bottom end of the table. At the moment, York are trailing to Stockport County by one goal to nil. So stay with moments left in that game. Uh, FC United do stay in touch with York, but this is a vital three points for Chester Street. Chester Street also have upcoming games uh, away at York and uh, they finish February with a game against Norton and Stockton Ancients. So certainly in this race for survival now after this victory this afternoon. For FC United, we've got a week off, but then it's back to Broadhurst Park on the 11th of February for that game against Durham Sestria. It's a big game now. I mean, Durham are in the top half of the table and are on the fringes of being a part of that elite class of teams up at the top of the division. From memory, it was 3-0 away at Durham Sestria early in the season, so it's going to be a tough game, but it will be tipped towards FC United if we get a good attendance and a good vocal home crowd for that game on Sunday, the 11th of February. So get yourself down to Broadhurst Park for that game. Uh, other games coming up for FC United, there's obviously that cup semi-final against Cheadle on the 18th. So it's a vitally important month. FC United will be looking to bounce back. It's been a very difficult afternoon. I mean, the pitch hasn't really been conducive for football, but uh, Chester Street have been 
pressing, 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 and I've really wanted the three points, and they've certainly got them. Uh, so SC United back to the drawing board, back to the training ground on Tuesday, and uh, looking to bounce back with that game in a couple of weeks' time against Durham. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. I'm going to go now. We'll see you all very soon. You take care. Bye-bye. And we'll have more on that durham Sestria match on next week's show. And finally, for this week's news, on Saturday, FC United's men's team travelled to Derbyshire to take on Matlock Town. In the lead-up to the match, it was announced that the club had offered new playing contracts to both Declan McLaughlin and Aaron Bennett, as well as a contract extension for manager Neil Reynolds. And before kick-off on Saturday, Ben caught up with Neil to find out more. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to SCLive, Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. Matlock Town against FC United of Manchester this afternoon in the Northern Premier League Premier Division. And here in the sunshine at Causeway Lane, early doors, it's a, a welcome back to SC manager Neil Reynolds. Hello, welcome yeah. back. Hi, Ben, you OK? Yeah, I'm fine. How are you, more importantly? Is I've it? not seen you in ages. No, it's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, <laughs> forget me and you. I can't remember what Broaders Park looks like, Ben. That's the that's thing. Uh, but no, listen, really good. Beautiful day at Matlock. Uh, we've had a good week in training, so you know we, we know what's happened this week with the points deduction, etc. But I don't think a point's going to define our season. We've just got to draw a line under it. Mistakes happen, and you know that's it for me. Mistakes happen, yeah. and, and that's part and parcel of life. Um, well, so we'll draw a line under it, and we'll talk about the football because there's plenty to talk about. Because lots of contract news, a player coming in, an exciting prospect uh, from Berry. Uh, firstly, the contract news: uh, Aaron Bennett. Signed on. I thought you meant me. Well, no, no, I'll come to you at the end. <laughs> so I thought that's no, what no, I thought no. you meant. No, no, no. No, no, no. Aaron Bennett uh, yeah. signing on till the end of next season. And obviously, he's got a, a great CV, and we've seen the impact he's made since joining the club. I mean, what's your, what's your thinking? So, Bennett and Deck McLaughlin. Bennett was only going to stay till the end of the season. He was going to see what would happen, and, and same with Deck. But the, the board kind of gave him, you know, the heads up, and, you know, they both committed. We know that we're, we're building, we're on the journey. You know, and it's the likes of Aaron Bennett, Deck McLaughlin, Dante Gavidon that you're looking to, to not just tie up for a season, to tie up for next season as well. And, you know, I think that, that arguably people can say that they're very good players. You know, they want to play in a very good team. Not their fault this season, that the injuries has prevented that from happening, but they both buy into the process. They like playing for the football club. They enjoy playing for me and, you know, Rob and the staff. So, you know, the, the great addition. So we're, we're delighted with, with Benno. Uh, you know, his, his aim is to get back into the Football League and I've no doubt that he will do, but he needs to kind of do it consistently for us at this level now is there another aspect to it as well where um whatever happens in the second half of the season we're going to try and get to that playoff line does it also put down a little marker as well and a bit of consistency for for pre-season next year because those two aren't alone there's quite a, a number now who, who look like they're, yeah. they're settled and enjoying so, things so you know we, we know that we've got a couple of loanees in, in pat boys and, and pat's done great but we're looking to to find a keeper, you know, next season who's, who's going to be, you know, our keeper and, and try and get that, you know, that bracket at right, 28 to 32, can we find that experienced keeper? You know, you've got the likes of Charlie Oliver, who's, who's been great, and we're looking to tie down, and Guy Hall, we're looking to tie down, gives you deck and any midfield. You know, Donahue doesn't want to go anywhere, uh, and the likes of, you know, Munro, Griffiths, and, and then you like at Buckley Bennett, you brought in Gilboys, you brought in Dante Gavinon, Max will probably go back to crew, but we're a good age of a side, uh, and we're looking to add bits to it, and, and we know that there's going to be ramification on the bits that we add to it. But I think what we're doing now is is doing it our way, doing it on our budget before anybody starts jumping up and down, doing it our way. And we are doing it our way and we'll continue to do it our way. But I think we're, you know, like today, we, when we can put out our side, I think we'll be excited. It doesn't guarantee a win, but it, it guarantees us, you know, we're able to work on things in training and do it the right way. And the likes of, 
Gavin on, Bennett, you know, McLaughlin, and there will be more in the next couple of weeks who's going to commit to the club that are going to take us to the next level, hopefully. And when I say next level, I don't mean National League North. Again, I mean next level in terms of how we compete with the top sides. And I think the work that's going on behind the scenes, you know, whether or not the next year's budget can come to fruition, who knows? But, you know, we're doing everything right behind the scenes, and, and that's exciting. And that's what all sort of lads buy into. It's not just a, what happens at three o'clock on a Saturday, it's what's happening behind the scenes as well. Yeah, and one of those players you mentioned there, uh, Lewis Gilboy joining us from. Uh, from Berry, mm. um, Berry uh, obviously got it. He's left. Mm. Quality player. What's your thoughts? A player that I've watched 10, 12 times now. You know, I knew Lewis. You know, would be interested. You know, for some reason, the, the manager wanted to go a different way and, and didn't didn't want Lewis. But we we know what an exciting talent he is, and you know, he wants to be loved. He wants to have the freedom on the park. He's he's a winger. We wanted another winger. You know, we've got Dante. And we've got Jay. You know, and I just mentioned Jay before we carry on. Jay been ruled out with, with an illness which has which has affected his mental health so we haven't forgotten about Jay we're in regular contact with Jay you know Brian Richards is meeting him once a week I'm speaking to him two three times a week Jay's very much in our plans but well, things happen away from football as well and injuries happen but Jay he's very much part of our plans he's excited playing and hopefully be here next season which then you put Gavin on into the mix you put Gilboy into the mix you put Trev on who you obviously a yeah. lone player got Woodcock into the mix so we still want another winger before anyone says you know we do utilize a loan market but we use it for a reason in an ideal world, we want our, you know, we want our own squad. We'll still develop our relationships to get a Gilboy over the line, who's now ours, you know, and hopefully he enjoys his, his remaining few months of the season, and we can get him here for next season. And that's a great age, great powerful lad, and, and that's got to be our target. And another uh, contract extension yourself? Yeah, yeah. You know, just want to, you know, the board and myself have been in talks since October. There's, there's been things back and forth and, and reasons for it, but there's, there's a lot of work that has had to go on behind the scenes as well because. You know, I kind of put myself on a dartboard each week and, you know, it's hard, you know, when, when, when we don't have the resources available or we don't have the players and, you know, I'm there to be sure I'll take full responsibility. That's absolutely fine. But I was, I was, I'm delighted with the work of the new board. I'm delighted with the work of Danny Davis and the office staff and everything that's going on, which means that I can, I can commit and, you know, I'm not going to stand here, Ben, and say there was X, Y and Z interested. It, it doesn't matter who was interested or who wasn't interested. For me, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to, I want to get this club competing at the top end, but there is no miracle that the top end clubs have all got money, barring, you know, a miracle like last season in Bama Ridge. It always happens. But we're building something that's more unique than money now. We're building, we're building a real solid foundation. The work of the board, which, have, which has been amazing what they do, the committees, the work in the office, I, I've seen it, you know, and when the board came to me, said we'd like that continuity and that stability, which, is, which you don't usually get in football these days. I was like, yeah, this is, you know, I see this as my club. And listen, the news might not have gone down with everybody, but, but that's football, you know. Tonight, people will pick different lot results, people will pick different managers. And for me, though, I'm, I'm here to do a job and I'm going to try my, try my hardest to, to get us where we need to be. Let's be honest, you'd miss these chats, wouldn't you? I'd be really miss them. But, you know, we, we've had a lot of stop start with things like yeah. COVID 18 months out. But listen, we, we want to build now and, and hopefully what the fans do, they always do, they get behind the, the badge on the shirt and, you know, we, we will always, people will always have that kind of, that conversation of whether or not I've got it right or wrong. Long, long may that continue. That's football. It's, yeah. it's football, but just remind people I'm suddenly dug out as well, you know, if people want to kind of give us their opinions because opinions are brilliant and uh, just keep them coming. And uh, speaking of the fans, obviously we were meant to play Staley Bridge last week in a, in a fundraiser. That didn't happen, but blimey, they've been... They've been active, haven't they, online Listen, this past week for I mean, reason. That, that's, that is another reason why this football club is so unique and, and what it does is it, it does it best, you know, to raise, what, 13 grand. You know, not only the, the members, the players coming forward, 
a player coming forward and giving £500. You know, I won't say who they were, but players coming to us saying, Gaff, we don't want our wages this week, can you give it back to the club? And they haven't just done this this week, they've done it over time, but to club together as one, and we have done it as one, you know, members, uh, footballers, whoever it will be, all coming together to, to kind of close that gap financially. That's why we, we do what we do, you know, and, and that, that for me, is better than, than any 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 budget can be put in front of me. That's what we have. And when and, and if and if you know the other side gets right, we still have this as well. This is why we'll still be here for another you know 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years to come. Yeah, it's been a, a brilliant achievement by all concerned. And, and just a thank you, yeah. honestly, from me for everyone to, to rally round. You know, we were devastated when last week's game was was off, and we know we haven't been played at home to broader spots since 23rd of December. Any club at any level would would struggle with that financially, but we've got. We've got a group of uh, supporters, members, owners that, that come together and, and that will never be taken away. Absolutely. And, and briefly, because I know the, the match will be kicking off in a minute, but just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just to add uh, about today's game, it feels like a really important game, both ourselves and, and Matlock, down in that lower half now of mid-table. And it's not quite winner stays on or anything like that at this at this stage but it does feel important if we're going to get close to that playoff line a match like this I mean it's very important for us we, we know you know how many games we've got left we know how many points there are to play for we've just got to keep knocking on the door chipping away we also know Ben on our day we give anyone a game yep. you know and over the next we've got six games coming now in quick succession starting today Marine Gainsborough Radcliffe, Rylands and then the European game there's points to play for and we go into every game wanting to take points and you know Matlock came to us and beat us you know in, in our time of uncertainty and consistency but today I've got the likes of Donahue back I've got the likes of Buckley, Bennett Gilboy plays you know so you know we're going into it full of confidence training's been great instructions have been great you know Rob Rob settles up this week we're coming here to win the game of football we know that that always doesn't happen you know go according to plan but but you know I'm not going to certainly stand here today we've got you know, we've got the likes of Gavin on, Jay out, Curtis Jones out. But you know what? That squad has got full of quality. And I'm, I'm excited about today. It's an exciting lineup. Yeah. Uh, Neil, big thank you for, for joining us pre match. Really appreciate it. Catch up at full time. And Definitely. All the best. Cheers, Ben. See thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, Neil Reynolds there speaking to us uh, before this afternoon's game between FC United and Matlock Town. You join us here live at Causeway Lane. Uh, but Stato Paul is now with us. Hello, Paul. Welcome. Good afternoon, everyone. Where have you been? Have, uh, have you uh, anything Meandering new? Meandering around Derbyshire <laughs> today. Um, it's good to be back, isn't it? After it Br- is. Park Avenue feels ages ago. Yeah, and it's interesting that both both of these teams today have, have been unemployed for two weeks yes. in terms of matches, and they both suffered losses of different kinds. Um, I mean, Neil just spoke about the, the point deduction. It is one of them things. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's that. There's the three against Mask. Yeah. Um, now, Matlock have lost six points against Mask they're and of, their leading yeah. scorer, Johnny Margots. Yeah, for those unaware, Johnny Margots, who lit up the goal-scoring charts in the NPL this season, has gone to Kings Lynn. So. so they're very miffed, Matlock, because they lost six points and eight goals. Which is, that's a savage blow, this point. And as a result, today's game, I was just saying to Neil there, it's not, it's not quite winner stays on, but it is in a way, isn't it, this one, I think? Well... For, for the playoffs. If you, if, yeah, well, I mean, FC, I think it's an outside chance now, considering how strong the teams are above us. But and I mean, it looks at the moment to me like the playoffs are probably gone, realistically. But we want to push as high up the table as we can. Um, our record here is poor. That's something to motivate, poor. The, motivate the players. We, I mean, it's... It's, it's uh, 13 years since we've won the, the only time here. Now, we've not played all those 13 years, but we've had six or seven goals since then and got absolutely nothing virtually. And, and just a reminder, 
13 years ago, the famous, is this the famous game? The famous game? Ben Deegan. The, be, the famous Ben Deegan going in goal after his uh, heroics against Northwich, was it, a gig lane? Yes. We decided, oh, you know what, you can have the gig. Well, <laughs> I did wonder on the way whether we'd have Jordan Buckley in goal this afternoon and go for bust, but apparently not. No, we need him up front. Of course, another loss for Matlock was Cal Demede, who scored twice for them uh, at Broadhurst Park in their win in November. He's yeah. gone now. So they've got a new striker this afternoon. They're, they're pushing out. And they've also got a winger from Derby on the bench, Callum Moore. So it's a lot of change been going on in short, in short notice. Uh, and, of course, FC, they've got changes themselves. Lewis Gilboy coming in. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because is he going to go down the road of Elliot Morris and not, not step up? Or is he going to prove to be one of those inspired signings like, say... Gabidon. And, of course, we've, we've, we've dished out a couple of more contracts Yes. Um, since we were last on air, which is interesting. Bennett being one of them, of course. Bennett being one and McLaughlin being another. And that's, that's tribute to McLaughlin, who's he's got better and better, hasn't he? He's, he's took it by the scuff of the neck, hasn't it? Yeah. Because in pre-season, I mean, me and you will, will say this, yeah. on the fringes, I think. He, he, or, or, you know, is he going to get picked yeah. for the actual squad? That was the chat in pre-season. Yeah. But now it's got to the stage where you go... Well, he's, he's going to play right back this afternoon, isn't he? He, so. was, he was given a chance to play in a position he doesn't normally play in, and he's taken it with both hands, and fair play to him. He's done well, and he scored a few goals as well recently. He has. Right, let's talk about the team for today. Uh, boys in goal, McLaughlin at right back, Guy Hall at left back, uh, Oliver and Lafferty, the centre-backs. Now, the question is midfield, isn't it? Because uh, that's the one area where Neil's got a bit of choice, yeah. to say the least. He's gone today with Michael Donoghue, who returns, Charlie Munro and Aaron Bennett. Um, Griffiths and Ennis, you know, are vying for those places as well. Well, they're very handy to be on the bench. Um, Griffiths was at borderline man of the match against Bradford. Yeah, I think he's what he's looking at really is, if Donoghue's fully fit, you can't leave him out. No. I think that's a, that's a given. Uh, Bennett's performances playing in that 10 role near the striker has been quite electric. Yes. So you can't leave him out because he scores goals as well. So, you know, the team is, 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 is kind of forming at this stage of the season. Munro has been quite solid. Yeah. So he can't be left out. And so up, it's a tough one. And up front, uh, Lewis Gilboy uh, makes his uh, debut today. Trevor and Brian also starts. And Jordan Buckley, of course, up front. And it makes me think, because we've got two very quick wingers on the pitch this afternoon, yeah. whether we might go sometimes with a quick transition instead of playing it up to what, and pick around up, the full back And pick up the pieces. Yeah. Or the second ball, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to be clear as well, uh, and paint this picture for the listener, the pitch is, it's it's suffered from the winter, hasn't it's it? It's weather-beaten. Yes. Um, and they've, they've sanded the middle. They've done the best they can in the circumstances. Weather's not been great in January, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but I just wonder, is it going to be a bumpy pitch that's going to be hard to play through the, through the lines? And is it going to be a case of you play it long and you, and you take the percentages? Yeah, hope for the best. Now, we have to say, Matlock, their record at home this season has dipped a bit. They've usually been quite impregnable here, particularly against us, of course. But they've not been as successful this season. It's one of those mysteries, isn't it? Because they've had the, one of the best strikers in the league. Yeah. They've had a springboard from last season. Mm. Um, they're settled with the coaching staff settled with some of the players as well it just hasn't got going for them has it this they've, year they've not won any of the last three home games interestingly now admittedly one was Macclesfield I'll, I'll accept that but the other two Morpeth and Stafford 
Um, they would have expected more points than what they got. They've had one point from three home games since November. Right. That's not great. Uh, well, the teams are coming out onto the pitch now. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, let's hand over to our expert commentary team. Thank you, Paul, for that little chat there. But this is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. Matlock Town against FC United here in Derbyshire. And it's a big welcome back to your commentary team of Stato Paul. And here he is. Here's James Quinn. Another clearance by Matlock. Nodded on there. And now uh, Johnston. Johnston on the turn. In it goes. Bowden just outside the box. Plays it out to the right side. Good cut out there by Guy Hall. And now the ball alights there to Wilkinson. Wilkinson down the flank. McDonald with a cross. And it's spinning around. And it could be a chance here. And it's 1-0. Matlock take the lead. Go West. Ball came across, uh, wasn't dealt with by FC, and West was coming in uh, unchallenged and uh, finished very uh, sweetly there. No chance for boys. Matlock Town won, FC United nil. Well, it's not really a surprise on the, on the basis of the first 17 minutes that we've watched. Matlock have been much more interested in the game than we have. They've been quicker and sharper, they've won a lot of second balls, they've caused problems for us before the goal, and... Uh, Unfortunately, it was another regrettable concession. Monroe with the corner from the right-hand side. A decent one he delivered earlier on where uh, Lafferty had a chance. Plenty of red shirts to aim at. Monroe floats it in. Gilboy nods it across. Bennett on the edge of the box. Bennett, though, can't uh, hold on to it. And now it's Matlock on the break. Possibly of a three-on-two here. And it's a poor ball from Bowden, but, and then a poor clearance from McLaughlin. On the left flank now, Matlock have it. Joe West with a cross in. And it's gone in. And it's touched in by Johnston. And Matlock Town take a two-goal advantage. Well, FC lost possession. It was a quick break from the Derbyshire men. Cross came in and Johnston gets the touch. And FC United undone. Well, the quick ball into the box there paid dividends, but the marking is non-existent for Johnston. Wood, scorer of the first goal. Met by Lafferty, does well. Ball is played forward to Donahue. Donahue. now Brian, now Brian. Across to Bennett. Bennett with Guy Hall on the overlap. Bennett now, Getty takes it infield. Donahue. Donahue in the centre circle, plays it out. Guy Hall in a little bit of space. Left flank, can he get a cross in? Guy Hall, nice-looking ball. Buckley just wide. And that was a decent cross from Guy Hall. And I think Jordan Buckley just came under enough pressure not to be able to direct the header the way he wanted to. But that was a decent play from FC. Decent passes, good cross from Guy Hall. And Buckley there just wide with the header. Four and a half minutes to go to half-time. FC looking to get one back. Donahue coming into the game more, which is important for FC. Guy Hall, back to Bennett. Close to the corner flag, Bennett. Trying to find his way past his man. Guy Hall's cross coming in. Oh, it's a lovely look. It was a nice head of that from Buckley. Couldn't quite get the direction, but he glided it. The side of his head maybe almost grazed it too much. Needed a bit more purchase, but two good crosses in recent uh, moments from uh, Guy Hall. And uh, Buckley getting his head to the ball. That's encouraging for FC. Well, FC with uh, more defending to do. In it comes, another good-looking delivery. Yates gets a foot on it, it's spinning around, and it's gone in, and it's 3-0. And uh, 
Well, it's not quite game, set and match, but uh, FC now, that was exactly what FC could not afford to happen. Griffiths retakes it, square ball to Charlie Ennis. Ennis, first time ball now, and it's uh, Charlie Oliver driving into the box there, being allowed to run. One, two, Oliver, and goes down the edge of the it's box. Well, good work, the real, having his Beckenbauer moment there, Charlie Oliver, and stopped in his tracks, tripped right on the edge of the box. Another uh, foot, and it would have been uh, a penalty. Good run from Oliver. Too close for an up and down. Very difficult, these to uh, find into the net when you're literally, uh, you've got the ball uh, in the D, the centre of the D, virtually on the line, the 18-yard line, and you've got a wall of five, ten yards away. Griffiths is showing the most interest. Luke Griffiths to try and uh, find a way into the net. Low one! Oh, great! So, rebound! <laughs> well, it, he played it past the wall. The wall obviously did not do its job, and it was a great save. Low down by Dean. It really was. But uh, Woodcock came to Woodcock, and it kind of a bit of a bobble there. There it is. So, Matlock Town have dominated this contest. Neil Reynolds goes straight to the referee to shake his hand. Quick word with him, but uh, no, uh, certainly no complaints. And Neil Reynolds going straight to the fans who you have to applaud for their singing throughout that second half. A dismal afternoon for FC United. Matlock Town were 2-0 up at half-time and got a third just after the interval. And FC really, really never strung a performance together. And uh, so a uh, final score here of Matlock Town 3, FC United and Manchester 0. Thanks, James. Paul? Well, I think a poor start underlined the whole afternoon, really. When we gave them a two-goal start after half an hour, they never really looked like there was going to be a way back. I was trying to work out where this performance ranks, and even... Even when we got beat heavily by Marine and Radcliffe, there were spells in that game where you could argue we were unlucky. Stafford away, there was moments where, you know, even when we got beat there, there was moments. Today's just been really flat. It's, it's very hard, and I think it will be very hard for the manager to draw any positives from this afternoon, to be honest. And that's not, that's not something we say very often, but this was a, a very poor afternoon. And we've, there's been a few this season. I mean, even at Marine, we yeah. had moments. Yes. But we didn't have many moments today. Oh, Neil, straight in. Right, Paul, can I have your headset, please? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Neil, th thanks very much for joining us so quickly. Um, uh, a dismal afternoon. Uh, specifically, what went wrong? Just a big sorry to the fans. It's on me. You know, it's on me. But it's got to change. It's got to change. And listen, it's... You say what you want. You know, sometimes I've been more people calling me, call me out 100% tonight. That's not good enough. I won't accept that. Is that s selection? No. 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 That's mindset. You use point deduction. No. It's not good. I mean, I could stand here, James. We could have a, a really in depth interview. You know, people can say what they want. That's not good enough. I'll aim, aim it at me, take it. I've picked the side today. You know, and, and if people think they can turn up for a game of football and, and do that, then they can't. And we've got our fans there, they're incredible. But, you know, whether or not you sign a contract, you don't sign a contract, whether or not you you think you're safe and you're not safe. If you perform like that, James, in any walk of life, you can't do it. And, and you know, that, that comes from us. We've trained all well, well all week. 
but you can't be training players. You can't be training team. You've got to be. You've got to be. You've got to apply yourself all the time. And you know, people will listen to, to these interviews and hang on every word. The, the bottom line is that's not good enough. That's on me. I'll accept that. Uh, tough baptism for Gilboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very tough, but but you expect it to come. You expect. I mean, James, if you were, you've got to be here. You know, the first goal kick of the game. We know exactly what he's got to go. He goes out of play. We then ask our centre halves to stay in. Uh, and we stay in, we don't compete the second ball, you know, and, and it kind of it just it stems from there, and then we, we lose out on battles. There was two, three lads there, just didn't look like they wanted to be there, and, and that's the conversation that we have now. And you know, let's, I'm not going to fall out with anybody. We'll shake them by the hand and say, if you don't want to be here on a cold January day, then you don't have to be here. We're not, we're not forcing you to do so. That's that's what we've got to do. And uh, three quick games at home is that is that welcome to get back on the pitch I hope so, on Tuesday night? The, I hope so. The team that finished did really well, you know, and. Uh, some, some have had an off day, but it's not an off. It's not a, a one-off, is it? It's, it's, there's a few. So, you know, with that in mind, we'll we'll, we'll look to make changes. Listen, we're, we're going to do what we can to get it right. You know, we've got good players there, but for some reason, there's a there's a there's a mindset that's not right, and and, and it's hard because when you when you do when you do everything right in training, and you know, Rob Emery's now. You know, Rob Emery turns to me and goes, you know, Gaff, you've this is it. You know, you've got two or three training players out there, and you, you can't have that. So. We'll learn, we'll learn the hard way, but direct all the criticism at me, don't pick out the individuals, direct it all at me. I've got big shoulders, you know, keep going, get on, you know, it's when you're not doing it to me because I'll, you know, we'll bounce back, but it's, that's not good enough. And, and I can't say anything else. And finally, um, the, what do you expect with, what sort of game do you expect against Marine? Hard, <laughs> really hard, you know, followed by real. James, I expect hard games everywhere. You know, these were one point of balls today, and we're all hard games, and unfortunately, it's not you can't treat Radcliffe with, or Macclesfield, or, or Marine, or, you know, with, with, with more respect than what you can treat. Matlock, Hilkeston, Bradford Park Avenue, you've got to win games of football, and today we, you know, it was, it was, it was pathetic, you know, from start to finish, and like I said, it's my fault. Well, thank you very much for joining us so quickly, Neil, and uh, safe home. We'll Cheers. see you on Tuesday. Thank you. Uh, what's your thoughts on, on that, James, that uh, post-match from Neil? He was very well, I, keen I, to come over, quick as you like, really, and no, yeah, you can't really argue. I, I struggled, to be honest, to think of a play. I mean, maybe Donahue and Griffiths, to a limited extent, did have a positive impact, but Guy Hall, I thought... It's interesting because that, that was the question. That was the point I was going to make to Paul. Uh, thank you to Paul, by the way, who's had to go now. But I was going to make that point to Paul that did we get the selection wrong at the start? And you asked that question, and, uh, Neil, and Neil said no. They do, well, they um, don't believe that, but it, I think it might, it may have been different. We we will never know. But I mean, the other thing, the other aspect to it um, that's critiquing FC United. Who, it's safe to say weren't at the races today. There is an element to it, a big element, where you have to you have to congratulate Matlock yes, Town because. Yes. Um, they were straight out the blocks, not just in the first half, but also in the second half. Um, and right to the end, they're pressing all the time. Yeah. It's a very it, obviously we focus on FC, but sometimes you only play as well as you're allowed to play. And Matlock were absolutely bang and on. That, I thought today that comes from straight away. Jordan Buckler, he's got Yates on his back all the way through that first half. Yates is not giving him an inch. Uh, Buckley does well to be fair to, to keep holding the ball I think we were very slow to the second ball in the first half um, I think the substitutions were not far off what me and Paul were suggesting at half time we said that they needed to be three substitutions made um, I mean you asked me at the start, uh, on the way here who's your team then and <laughs> it wasn't the Griffiths and Ennis were in that team yeah. and I think I think we missed them Mm-hmm. in that first half but as soon as that third goal goes in right into the second half there's no way back at that point we but tried I, but I think that in a way that was what 
I think underlying the disappointment was that see, I mean, apart from the free kick from Griffiths, which produced a, a fine save from Deeney, FC never really looked as if they were going to maybe no. put up a real fight and get one back, change the atmosphere. So anyway, it's uh, disappointing. Very disappointing. Nice to be back in a way. Yeah. It's a beautiful Derbyshire town, but yeah. football, uh, I'm afraid, from FC's point of view, very um, under par today. FC Live there from Saturday. Well, next up for the Reds will be two home games this week. Firstly, on Tuesday evening, FC United host Marine at Broadhurst Park. Kickoff will be at 7.45pm and we'll have full live commentary on North Manchester 106.6 FM from 7.30pm on Tuesday for those of you unable to attend. While on Saturday, FC United will be hosting Gainsborough Trinity. Kickoff this weekend will be at 3pm. Both matches will be pay on the gate, £13 for adults, £9 concessions, £3 for under-18s, while under-5s are free with a paying adult. And commentary will also be available for both games via the FC Radio website. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.